0: It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Excited to have you guys back again. I just want to say a huge shout out to all of you amazing uh, listeners who have reached out via Twitter, reached out via Instagram. Uh, those of you that have uh, left reviews over on uh, Apple. I know. Uh, just a heads up, if you listen on Spotify, I believe Spotify was releasing today the ability for you to rate or review uh, podcasts um, in the Spotify app. So if you got that update and you want to leave us a review or a rating, that would be uh, amazing. But uh, I can tell you, you know, we're getting a lot of people jumping into the Discord um, that discovered us via the podcast. I'm getting a lot of uh, messages. And, and, you know, some of my favorite messages are those of you that have jumped in on a project um, because you heard me mention it here on the show. And, uh, anytime that happens, please tag me on, you know, when you're posting about it, I would love to, you know, celebrate you, see what you, um, what you're currently investing in and, you know, kind of join you on the journey. Cause you know, it's additional motivation. We are doing this podcast, you know, every single day. And, and part of the beauty of it is to, you know, only to bring everybody along on the journey with us, but also hopefully, um, you know, see the the community uh, rewarded just as, you know, many of us are um, in this space. And so with that being said, you know, I want to talk about, you know, a lot of people have come to me and especially in the Facebook group and a shout out to those in the Facebook group. Uh, If you want to jump in the Facebook group, uh, it's an open Facebook group. Uh, You can just search NFT 365 in Facebook. It'll pop up. Uh, You can fill out a couple little questions that we have at the beginning and then jump in there. Uh, Just amazing. I love all of the the engagement, everybody answering questions. And, you know, I posed the question into the group uh, the other day about, you know, are you looking to study NFTs to invest in NFTs? Or are you looking to study uh, uh, or to learn more about NFTs so you can launch your own uh, project? And, you know, there were some great answers on kind of both sides of that. But a lot of people were asking kind of like, understanding like the investment options, and so I wanted to cover that here and what I mean by investment options. And we're going to focus on Ethereum um, NFTs at the moment, just because that seems to be where the attention is, where the audience is, and really where the more stability is at the moment. You know, you might be listening to this a couple of months from now and it might be completely different. Uh, so don't hold me to that long term. But so the options really for, you know you know, for us to get in on projects, right? You have a you have a whitelist that you can get on and for those that aren't familiar with a whitelist, a whitelist just means that they're 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 approving you to, to lock you in for a spot before they open it up for the public, right? So they're saying, hey, you know, based on you know you winning you know a raffle or you being active in our Discord or you being a, you know um, an early adopter of our Discord, we're going to give you a slot. Usually, like you know, a couple hours before, or maybe the day before this public sale, uh, so that you can mint. Now, it doesn't mean you get it for free. Actually, it doesn't mean that at all. It just means you're going to have the opportunity, right? Some of these projects will sell out in you know 90 seconds, like. A Adidas. Um, some of them will sell out in the first hour and the gas prices will be a little high. Others will take, you know, days or months to sell out. But, you know, the whitelist is one of those options. But that's not really where I wanted to focus. Really want to focus on the difference between minting an NFT, which means you are buying the NFT during the original release. So, right, if it's a 10,000 piece project, you're, you know, clicking the mint button and you are taking, you know, really, you're kind of randomly generating, hopefully, either, you know, a uh, nft that you like or an nft that's super rare or one that's you know viable because of um the qualities it has on it and so if you're doing that that's what we're doing for all of you know every single day of the year right we are minting an nft which means i'm not going on to open sea and buying an nft project that's been around that's sold out in march and then and we're jumping into it right like that is an option and i'm going to explain that in a minute but the the that the minting concept is getting in and so usually with a mint the risk of the mint is a you don't know really know what the art is, that really what the final product of the art will look like you also aren't sure which art you're going to get right like it's completely random draw which can be great right you could get really lucky and get one of the pieces that is super rare um, and now you have you know massively valuable piece you could also get one that is not rare and that you don't like right that's also the risk but usually you know that's coming in between like 0.1 ETH and 0.03 ETH and I will tell you one of the trends that I've been predicting recently um, is I believe a lot of the projects that we're going to see launch we're going to see them launch with a lower um, mint price but maybe a higher percentage of, um, you know, of revenue share to the founders. Um, Cause I think that's part of it, right? Like how do we lower the barrier entry? So more people are in and then encourage people to share and promote and, and sell. I think, you know, in the summertime it was high on both sides, right? It was like, you know, a 0.1 mint and 10% revenue share. And, you know, not only have we seen projects not sell out, but we also recognize like with crypto going, you know, prices going down with, you know, tax season, um, with the holidays, you know the the opportunity that people have, you know, that much available to just spend um, on a chance is, is a little bit different. So, the so the options we have are minting or buying into an existing project that is either already well established or has been out for a couple of weeks and, and 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 it's having its dip. And so, where I wanted to kind of give you guys some things to think about here, and this is where I want you to think about is. You know what are what are your goals with the project, right? Are you looking for minimal minimizing your risk, getting in a project, and just seeing what happens over the next couple of months? If that's the case, I would recommend you kind of jumping in with a project that has that sold out a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a month ago, a month and a half ago, and then looking at the project itself and seeing what people are talking about. What what are the things that people like about it? Even going looking at the profile photos that people are using that are uh, fans of that project, and you'll start to see a trend. Like, what are the most common traits that people seem to be celebrating? And so the reason I say that's a little bit you know less risky, but also um, it's not like you have to like you know. You know, have all the money in the world is because you know usually after a project is released you know the artwork will come and there'll be a lot of people that are upset that they didn't, they didn't get lucky and get a super rare one um, there'll be people that are, are excited but unsure like is this rare I'm not even sure what I'm going to do with this project um, and, you know and then there'll be kind of people that are, are wanting to sell it and all of a sudden you'll kind of have that little buzz for a little bit and then it'll kind of it'll die out for a couple of weeks almost as the as the project founders are working on their roadmap as they're kind of putting things out there as a key Community is deciding, you know, some of the cultural things and, and like figuring out where, you know, the, the energy is going to flow. And so that's usually a good time to buy into a project that had recently sold out. Now, the question becomes, should you buy one that is on the floor price or should you buy one that is, you know, more rare, right? Going to one of the tools that are out there. And that really just depends on what you're looking for, right? I think if you're looking for the long-term play, I'm a big fan of buying one off of the floor. And then trying to see what you can do to either flip, uh, you know, sell it to get a little bit, you know, higher one. Like this is one of the things that I do a lot is I will buy, um, you know, two uh, NFTs for a project. One that I plan on holding for a long while. One that I know that I can flip or that I believe I can sell within the first couple of weeks. Um, and I'll put the price kind of out there. I'll put it on as a buy now, kind of right away, just in case you know. And I'll put it higher than what probably most people are willing to buy at that moment. But if I get lucky, that works out great. And I and we just did that, that did that this week. Um, and I put a you know I put a mint price of you know 0. 4, 0. 4, 4, um, when the floor was like 0.04, but I knew that this, the one that I wanted to flip, might might be one that people think, you know, it, it might be looking for, like, ooh, I want this exact uh, characteristics, and they'd be willing to buy it. And sure enough, someone bought it. And what was neat about that is I was able then to take that revenue and then go buy a much more rare one, right? I believe I actually bought one in the top 100 um, rarities um, of a project. And so now I have two of this to this project. One is a piece of art that I love, that like the art is the one that like speaks to me. And then one that is super rare that I, you know, I believe will have long term um, value. So I think that's definitely an option. Now, if a project, if you're looking for a project that you're saying, you know what, I want one that the, they've already delivered on their value. Um, they're, they're, you know, uh, I already, they already have kind of a, a name to them. One of the things I would recommend you looking at is looking at the, the sister projects or the second generation or third generation projects from that same group. Now, for example, the Pudgy Penguins. If anyone's familiar with the Pudgy Penguins, it was it's an NFT drop uh, that has a really powerful community. Uh, they've done some amazing things with the founders. There's you know they they're very active on social. Um, I got to meet a couple of the, the team members there in New York City. That's a great project, but the floor to get in on there, like the the minimal price to get in on pudgy penguins is pretty high like you would have to you know you'd really have to you know be dedicated to putting uh, your money out there right now. Right. So like the floor is 0.71, right? So 0.71 right now is the current floor um, for pudgy penguins, which, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that to me is a you know fairly large price, $2,600 to get in on that project. Now they just recently released yesterday um, that they were having, they were minting out what they were calling the little pudgies, which is like kind of like the, their, you know, babies or their, their sister project. And we actually minted one of them for, our Mint 365 project. So uh, we minted one of them yesterday and the Mint was 0.03 and they have 20,000 of them that are rolling out. So it's not, you know, you, we can't expect the exact same, um, you know, immediate growth that the original project had but because i we already believed that we already knew the founders can execute we understand how they build community we also understand what aspects of the roadmap are important to them and we also know people love the the art itself to me getting in at 0.03 eth for that mint was like the easiest no-brainer ever because really the 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 things that we often worry about on new projects when we're minting them was kind of mitigated because of this. But I will also say we haven't seen very many secondary projects or, you know, derivative projects from the original founders that have blown up to equal fame um, as the original, right? You can you could call mute, you know Mutant Apes versus Board Ape Yacht Club, right? That's that's a great example, right? We have a lot of the um, the punks projects that have existed. Um, you could even think about you know Deadheads versus the Skull Troopers, which is another project. Deadheads is a uh, another great project, a very established project that is out there. Um, the Skull Troopers was kind of their phase two project, and I know they minted it um, out uh, I think last month, and it's still minting today. They still haven't um, sold out, and so you know, it's not a guarantee that the sister projects are going to, um, you know, often deliver, but it is, you know, because, you know, the reason, and you might be asking like, why are people doing a second project? Well, the problem becomes you, you, you very, you limit the access into your community as the floor price goes up. What I mean by that is, if the pudgy penguins, which is the one we were referring to here, and I don't own a pudgy penguin, so uh, which I should, right? I'm a Pittsburgh Penguin fan. You'd think that that's a project I w- I would have got in on. Um, unfortunately, I missed the mint completely. Didn't even didn't even cross my radar when um, they actually released out. I think they they released out like a little over two and a half months ago um, with their original mint, or actually might have been well it was five months ago. It was it was uh, over the summertime. I think August is when they minted, and I just completely missed that they rolled out. Um, and now I'm you know kicking myself because. Uh, I'm a penguins fan and anyhow, but, um, my, my point on that is, you know, for them to grow their community, you know, it's really hard for people to jump in. Like the lowest price you can jump into that community right now is $2,600. So how do you, how do you give more people the option to be a part of the community? And maybe they're going to, you know, have a couple of the, the little pudgies and then they'll be able to sell a couple of them. And then maybe that'll have enough, give them enough money to buy one of the originals. So that's kind of how that often works in that in that arena, and so the really the like the, for me when I'm looking at this and, I, and we've had some people in the Discord um, reach out to me and I, and I love all the questions so you know keep them coming my friends um, you know actually someone you know, said hey Brian I'm thinking of these two projects um, I'm looking at it from a long term hold perspective I want to hold these for a long uh, a long while um, and I'm trying to decide do I get in do I mint this one project. Or do I buy in the floor price of another project, right? And it's a logical question. The thing we just have to start asking ourselves is like, what is, you know, what is, you know, I've said this on other um, episodes, like what what are the involvement that we plan on having with the project? What is the, what is our attraction to the project? Are we looking for, you know, to connect with other people that also have are in that same project. So then we want to, we want to compare their discords. Right. And I think that's a, that's a big piece of this. I think the scary part for a lot of people is kind of the unknown, like which projects are good, which are bad, which, where, where are they going? And it really just depends on like how, you know where you want to come in at an entry point, right? Like if you if you're, if you're if you're coming with one ETH to the game, and you're like Brian, I want to jump into two projects, and I have one ETH available, which you know was about four thousand dollars. Okay, now now we're now it's a different approach, right? Now I can look at a couple of projects, you know, and I would probably say, okay, let's spread this out about three projects. Um, let's get one that is a little bit higher buy-in that has been very well established, um, and then let's find two that we think that are that they've dropped recently, but the community is still thriving, right? Like I could easily see, I, I could tell you to, you know, jump in and get a lazy lion, um, get a crypto dad, and then get a women rise. And I'm like, those would be the three. If I, if I was, I, and this is off the top of my head. So <laughs> I just thought of that, you know, if I had one ETH like that, and I'm guessing that cause like, I think the lions are now like 0.7. Um, I believe uh, crypto dads are 0.2 and I believe, uh, women Rise are right around 0.1. And so that would cover your one ETH. And now you have three projects that are fairly well established across the board. Um, Lazy Lions, which was, you know, well higher than that, over double that in um, in value, same with Crypto Dads. And then you have Women Rise, which is a project that you know we have in our Mint uh, 365 that has been steadily growing, right? And it's been steadily getting some, um, you know, more publicity. But the... the the barrier to entry is a little bit lower there as well. And so if you want to like, you know, if you want to like check that out or like, you know, how, we, how we're looking at this, you know, that's part of the pre- reason we did Mint 365, right? Like go into our, you know, jump into our Discord, click on the Mint 365, um, you know, uh, channel, and you can scan all the way through and check out all of the projects that we've minted, the price that we minted them for, and then just search for those projects on OpenSea and see what their, you know, what is has the volume been for the last seven days, right? So you can hit stats, and then you can hit seven day volume and then you can go down and look. Right. So I'm like, you know, one of the projects that we did um, the other day was called expansion punks. Many of you have heard me say that. Well, in the last seven days, that project is up one hundred and five percent right now. The floor on that is point two. We got into it less than two weeks ago at point zero six. So right now, we could sell the one that we purchased and make two and a half times our money on that project. Now, let's look at a different project that we have, right? So there's another project that we are, you know, that we minted um, with this project. And let me see why I'm scrolling to it. Um, Actually, there's a couple, right? So um, there's a couple that you could, you know, jump into that um, still have a very low floor, but we believe in kind of, uh, you know, the long-term value of it, right? One of the other ones that we, you know, we mentioned that we were thinking about yesterday uh, was Alien Friends. And so Alien Friends was minting out at 0.03. Uh, the floor right now is 0.05. So you could go in and pick your art. So that's the other part of this is that if you're, if you're one, like, you know what? I want a low entry, but I don't want my art to be random. One of the things you can do is you can wait till it's sold out and what you'll notice is immediately the floor price will kind of grow high, 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 and then people would just be wanting to get rid of the ones they have because they either want to jump into uh, one a higher one that they like, or they just want out of the project because they wanted to get lucky and get you know um, get that immediate win with you know a super rare one. So there's a lot of that strategy go in there. Like my personal recommendation is you know minting a project is really the it's the highest risk, but it's also the highest reward in my opinion because if you do get one that is super rare or like fits immediately to your your um liking i mean you have the chance that it could be worth six eth right out of the gate right you have a you have a chance for you know one of the projects that expansion punks projects you know i know someone that minted it at point oh six and immediately got an offer for four eth for the for the one that they got like they minted one and that's the one the one they got which just happens to be very rare um you know it's a um it's an alien, and there's only a few aliens, I think only 44 aliens or so in the in that project. And so someone immediately offered them four ETH, which, you know, it's $20,000 when they bought into the project at like $550, right? So that's, I mean, that's a, amazing, right? But there's also a chance you get one that's not worth anything or you don't like it. And so it's really that is, it comes down to your kind of risk tolerance. And also, I think for me it's it's kind of playing all sides right like right now if you look at my portfolio there are some projects that i've minted and held on to since the start there are other projects that I minted, sold the ones that I minted. Like, Let's say I minted three, sold all three of them and used that total profit to buy a rare one that I really liked. Like, that's, that's a strategy of mine as well. Or you'll notice a couple other projects that I was like, you know what? I'm not sold on this. I want to see how it is. And a month after it was out, I went back and looked. And, and what I usually do is I'll pick you know, a couple pieces of the art that I like and I'll favorite them on OpenSea. And I'll go back like a month from now and I'll check on the ones that I favored and say, okay, what, when I favored that, what was the floor on it? What was like, what was, you know, how many, how many, how much activity has it had? And then do I want to jump in on a project now, now that we've kind of seen where it's at? So those are just some of the strategies and things to think about. I think, um, you know, overall, you know, this is, a lot of this is trying to come up with your own strategy. I think this is all, this is a very much an individual game on How much do you want to check the stats? How much do you want to pay attention? Do you want to pay attention once a week, once a day, once a month? Um, And depending on that depends on really where you're going to jump in and, and how hard you're going to jump in on some projects. Right. And, you know, some projects I will mint out three or four, um, trying to get lucky with one of them, um, with the hopes that I can still sell all of them and kind of cover my, my original, um, you know, buy-in. And sometimes that's the case. And other times it's not right. I bought, I, I will be transparent. I bought in on, on the blockheads, uh, project, um, because I loved the, uh, technology on the website, being able to change you could, however many you had of, that nft you could swap their properties amongst the the nfts which i thought was a really cool tech and i thought they had some really um cool aspects of that and so i i kind of aped into the mint and i bought uh five of those and uh i think the mint was like 0.05 they're now not even worth 0.001 right so they're not even worth 40 bucks yet i jumped in at you know 0.05 and you and i you know i spent a probably you know fifteen hundred dollars on the five that I have, and they're not worth, you know, $100 each now. Uh, And I'm holding on to them, right? I'm holding on to them in the hopes that, you know, with the technology and with some of the things that they're going to do, that the project will um, expand and grow. But that's no guarantee. That's for sure. And that's part of this risk of like, you know, I I hear a lot of people on Twitter, especially telling people like, well, if you're going to jump into a project, make sure you buy three or four. That sounds like a great strategy. But that also means if you buy a dud, you four X that dud right? So, you know, like limit and understand your own risk, understand the, your own, you know, kind of tolerance that you're kind of jumping in on. Um, and then ultimately, you know, I think this is something that you just have to kind of feel your way around. And I, I will say that's what I've been doing here on this project, both for Mint 365 and in my current portfolio. So I, I hope that helped you guys out. Um, I want to say we are very close to a thousand supporters over on ADHD coin. So if you love the podcast and you want to join, you know, kind of the community that we're rising, right, you know, it, It was, you know, we've... Our, our coin has gone up over one and a half X since uh, November 19th, you know, exactly a month ago. Um, so if you want to jump in, that is the coin that is powering uh, the podcast. It is also what we're using for the NFTs that we rolled out for um, mint 365 and everything we're doing here. Um, all of that information is over at adhdcoin.com. So check out adhdcoin.com coin.com um, and love for you guys to check that out. And last but not least, I've had a lot of people reaching out with projects that they have um, about sponsorships of the podcast, right? The podcast is really I mean, I, I'm beyond humbled by how much this has blown up and how uh how successful it's been right out of the gate. We're not even two months in and um we're already, you know, our download numbers are way more than I could have expected. And and the, you know, just the people that are willing to be guests um on the show has been, you know, I haven't had a single person say no. Every person I've reached out to, they've checked out the podcast and they said sure. Um, So we are going to work on like kind of ways to bring in different projects into this fold. Um, I will say like for me, part of it is, you know, I'm not going to be shilling things that I don't believe in. I'm not going to be bringing projects to light um, that I haven't done my own due diligence on. And so please know that like I'm very, very conscious of if I'm mentioning a project on this show, I'm going to make sure that I'm not mentioning one that has founders that might be racist or has um, characteristics of the art that is, you know, all um, one gender or all, you know, has, uh, you know, is sexist or I'm not going to be you know, one where the entire team is docs and I have no idea who they are. You know, I'm very I'm very conscious of that. You know, I don't want to. Um, Recommend or mention or bring something up um, That i'm not willing to put behind my name because I do believe that's part of what this show is all about you know, we are Majority of the episodes are solo ones like this one and you guys are you know are are willing to trust me You're willing to come along on this journey with me And I think hopefully you guys have learned over these first 40 episodes that I have no Shame and admitting what I've done wrong. I have no apologies about um, you know explaining mistakes that I've made or bets that I thought were going to work out that they didn't. But on that same side, I'm also going to be very you know uh, diligent on who I'm supporting and what I'm bringing into the fold. So with that being said, make it a great day, my friends. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Cheers. The show is not financial.